Ahoy there, everybody. Yes, the World Cup has started and Qatar are as bad as we all expected. First game today, then, boys. Watched it, I assume? Did. Did watch it. Watched all of it, unfortunately. It was, uh... Did you both stay awake for it? <laughs> I fell asleep for about five minutes, but it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't the most exciting game. I think the first probably 20 minutes were were all you needed to see to understand that Qatar are pretty dreadful um, and that there's still some, some, some dodginess going on in the background. But yeah. Expand on that, King O. What do you mean? Well, that the VAR decision for the, the the first goal was just well, the first disallowed goal was just dreadful. Like I know we've talked about how bad VAR is in the Premier League, but that is the most baffling VAR decision I think I've ever ever seen. And they're supposed to have some sort of detector in the ball, right? That tells them tells them it's offside. But yeah. See, so I think that's what that's what's caused this. I think it is it's that technology that's made them go, oh, but his leg was in over the other side of the wall, and they've forgotten to look at the fact that it was actually the goalkeeper that hit the ball up in the air. Um, so I, I, I kind of have a little bit of sympathy for for the VAR. They got it wrong, in my opinion. But it was baff- what was baffling about it is like four minutes in to a World Cup that's had corruption all the way through it had an offside call that nobody saw come in. And then everyone, I was on Twitter straight away, and everyone was going, can can someone explain how that's offside to me? I see no offside. Um, you say nobody saw it coming. Do you think Yuri Geller saw it coming? He sees really coming. Yes, he definitely did. He knows, he knows. He famously moved the ball in Euro 96, Wes. He, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure he did. And we benefited from it. Um, so... Thanks, Yuri, if you're listening. Obviously, you are listening. Uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Yuri. Uh, I will start following you on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, if not, then on the Insta or something. You don't, you, don't, you don't need to follow him. He follows you. Well, I can't see his tweets if I don't follow him. No, but he's everywhere. Well, like, like God. He is, yeah. That's essentially <laughs> how I took it. Ever since, ever since that Euro 96 moment, I, in my head, I've just assumed that Yuri Geller is God. What an amazing start to our second podcast. <laughs> that the sound you can hear is people turning off. <laughs> That's what you can hear right now. How do we get to Geller so fast? I don't know. I don't know. It's um before actually before we, we continue no, I'm not say dissecting the first game, we'll discuss it a little bit more in depth. But did anyone catch the opening ceremony to jump back a bit? I did not. No, I tuned in to, to BBC when the programme started, thinking that there'd be some of the opening ceremony in that, and there was none. So, yeah, no, I've missed all. I saw a tiny bit. Um, I've got to be honest, I didn't know what was going on. And for those that know me, I don't know what's going on a lot of the time in day-to-day life, let alone the opening ceremony of a tournament. So I was confused. I did get played the, I believe it's the World Cup anthem, which is from uh, somebody called John Cook, I think his name is John Cook. Oh, not, not John Cook. Not John Cook. No, Jung. Wasn't that about Fat Boy Slim? Wasn't 
that's Norman. Norman that's Kirk. Norman. That's Norman Cook. Yeah, yeah. Different he, he wouldn't put his name to this. He's still reeling from the the fire festival debacle. <laughs> no, not the fire festival. Uh, Woodstock. Woodstock '99. Yeah, Woodstock '99. Hmm. Um, yeah, who Jung, Jungkook is apparently from a very famous Korean band called BTS. This is what you were talking about yesterday, right? Oh, it so have, have they I've disbanded? Heard the they haven't disbanded. I think there's a lot of members of them. They're a bit like so solid crew. Right. There was a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. That's the first band, the first he's, group I could think yeah. of that had a lot of people. Romeo, he's the Romeo Dunn of. He is the Romeo Dunn, yeah, of BTS. Uh, I'll be honest with you, it's an awful song. Has there been a good World Cup actual anthem except for Waka Waka? Could you please sing Waka Waka to remind us all? Oh, I can't, unfortunately, because I can't sing. How disappointing. Yeah, but it's the Shakira one. I'm sure you remember it. I vaguely remember it. I'm getting on a bit, Wes. So. Actually, was Waving Flag one as well? That was Waving the Flag? Do you yeah, Waving that? Flag. Was that South Africa? Oh, well, that, that would have been the same World Cup then, wouldn't it? It was either that or Brazil, I think. But yeah, that was yeah. a good one. That was a good one. That I enjoyed that one. Well, I tell you what, when 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 there's a when there's a day without a game on, we'll perhaps get a few of these up and play a little clip of them, have a little chat about them. Also, would be very keen to hear people's favourite World Cup anthems, which is very different to a World Cup team song, isn't it? Yeah, it is very different. One's for the World Cup, and the others is uh, <clears throat> the others is for the whole tournament. So yeah. They're very different. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. Cheers. You're welcome. That's, You're welcome. That felt like it should come from... Where's that? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question about the opening game as well. Was there, because I missed kickoff, was there a little car that brought the ball onto the pitch? I don't think there was. There was a countdown at the beginning, so they counted down from 10 before kickoff, but there wasn't a little... Not, not, no sorry, little hats. Very, dis- no. very disappointing. Did you uh, did you expect anything different from the from the game or the result? I expected it to be one 0 to Qatar based on all the reports that we had before before the game, but um, I don't know. I expected Qatar to be a little bit better than they were because yeah, they were they were dreadful. Where did that expectation come from? Because they're they're hardly a a force in world football. But they're still an international team, right? And they looked like a Sunday League team. Just errors across the pitch. They seem to lack a, a fair amount of footballing ability, which <laughs> you would think, being an international team, that they would they would have a certain amount of ability. But they just didn't. Um, lots and it's lots of important. Not quite sure where they managed to find their goalkeeper, but I think he might have just been been taken in off the street because once again there was times where he just didn't look like he knew what he was doing. So I, I looked into the goalkeeper a little bit because I thought the same thing. It reminded me of when you're at school and you, you throw the rubbish kid that can't play in goal, um, so he can't do any damage. But he um, he won at the Asia Cup that they won in 2019. He was the goalkeeper of the tournament. Oh, seriously, so imagine how how bad the others are then. But then that's, that's I suppose that backs up the theory that they they should be better than the air. They they won the Asia Cup, and I know obviously it's maybe a different level to the World Cup. But I mean, Ecuador aren't. A fantastic team, and they made they yeah Qatar made them look brilliant. So yeah, they, they kept saying on commentary and stuff like that. 
they they haven't played competitively since like June, July time. They've been like together since then. And I think that's, you know, the Ecuadorian players have been playing right up until last week. Mm. They looked fitter, stronger. They looked less nervous. Um, they looked like they were in the prime of, of their season, whereas Ecuador, uh, sorry, rather than that, rather than that, they, uh, I'm all tongue-tied. <laughs> Ecuador looked strong, but Qatar looked like they hadn't played for six months and that they were very nervous because it was their first World Cup. Yeah. It's a, I mean, yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? The bit I saw, I mean, again, it wasn't, I didn't catch a massive amount, probably caught about 35%. That's a very specific percentage, isn't it? 35% of the game. Um, I wasn't impressed with any of it, really. It was really stale. I'll tell you what I did enjoy. I did enjoy the Ecuadorian fans singing, we want a beer. Yep, that was yeah. that was good. good liked, that was nice. Uh, and I also enjoyed the mass exodus from the Qatar fans in the second half. I, don't, I was thinking about this. I don't think I've ever seen a, max, a mass exodus in a World Cup game. Even when Brazil got absolutely slammed by, by Germany in their own stadium, mm. they all stayed until the end. They, it just baffled me that they were leaving. The whole the whole crowd situation, I think, was weird, weird throughout. I mean, you had two lines of fans behind each goal, all of them wearing maroon T-shirts with guitar on it, doing synchronised dancing pretty much throughout the whole game. <laughs> yeah. It was really, really weird. It was like they'd been paid to turn <laughs> up. They, they were definitely were. And do this synchronised. But it was weird that they were all in a line directly behind each goal. And I think you just... The atmosphere didn't seem like a World Cup atmosphere. It was very... It was forced. Was it more pre-season friendly-like. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a strange one, and I think when you look at kind of how South Africa did in their in, in the opening in their opening World Cup game, the atmosphere was electric, and that's probably what got them their win was the fact that they had all these fans so much behind them, and it just seemed this was just it was just weird. It was just very, it wasn't like a World Cup game. What you're yeah. saying is they need some vuvuzelas. I was definitely. Thinking, I was thinking that about would this definitely because going triangle. into South Africa, everyone was saying how. Oh, you know, it shouldn't be in South Africa. They've not got a good enough football team. They were saying this very similar stuff to they were saying to Qatar. But then as soon as the football started, people started talking about how the ball flies if you kick it in the right direction. Um, and <laughs> the, the Vuvuzela noise is really annoying. I think Qatar missed a trick by having a competent ball and sitting there quietly watching football. Yeah, yeah. No talking points in the game. So. Maybe and I suppose it doesn't, help. it doesn't help that, that Qatar conceded quite early on. Um, yeah. I think that, that that kind of kills it a little bit. So, and they weren't competitive, right? They were never in the game. No, no. They had, they had one chance in the first, right at the end of the first half, which they probably should have taken, and that that was it. That was all, that was the entire game for them. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not going to be team. And thinking that Ecuador probably the second weakest team in that group, I yeah. I, I fear for them in the hot, in the game against uh, the Netherlands. They, they're going to. Yeah, they should rip them rip them apart by the looks of it. Yeah. I would just like to go back to your point, Wes, uh, about having a competent ball. You know those balls that you get, usually about one pound, two pound shoot balls. I think oh, yeah. plastic, ones. plastic ones, yeah. Plastic ones. I'd love to see them a World Cup with that. Oh, because that ball just goes all over the shop. Doesn't it? <laughs> did, you, did you what have you remembered the twenty ten World Cup? There was Yeah, no, I remember it. it Laura in that one. That, well, that was a, basically a plastic ball. It was a, no, but was it, 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 Tabalani, was that what it was called? 
Yeah, it was something yeah. like that. Jab- Jabroni or something. Wasn't what's, it? what's this one called? Do we know? Uh, what, the current one? Yeah, what's this World Cup's ball? That is, uh, that's one for Google. Talk, talk amongst yourselves. That's my point. Well, in, in that World Cup, we were saying, oh, it shouldn't be in South Africa. But then we knew the name of the ball. There was, there, you know, Shakira's song. We had, you know, Vuvuzelas. There was things that distracted us from the fact that the World Cup shouldn't have been there. And this one, yeah, they just sat there quietly. The ball's got called the name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I got it. I've also gone, got it. Gone, King. Oh, you got it. I've got the Al Wilha. That's it. Which, uh, yeah, rolls off the tongue. Does. Do you know what that means? Ball. Um, no. It's the, the journey in Arabic. Oh. Good to know. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And I guess the ball is on a journey to the goal. Not for Qatar. For Qatar. Right. No, not for Qatar. No, you're it, right. It, it, does, it does make me laugh that yesterday I was slagging off Spain for no reason, really. I just, I just went in on Spain, didn't I? Mm. Um, and yet this this team's based around the, the, the theories that Spain uh, have and they couldn't score. They didn't have a, a sniff of a chance. So it does bode well for my Spain prediction. There we go. Well, uh, so let's move on, shall we? After the, the first game there's not a huge amount to talk about there i think we probably need to have a little bit of a a mull over the big one which is england v iran 1 p.m monday the 21st of november somewhere in qatar because i haven't checked where it is um looking forward to it excited no clearly not i i am with apprehension i think obviously it's the first apprehension first game of the world cup Iran, although aren't a brilliant team, could be a stumbling block. And I just, yeah, you wonder how we're going to set up. And I think this is the same for every team. I'm sure that you go into the first game, it's, it's nerves. But I think we should hopefully come out with a good result. And I think that should really kickstart us. Um, I think if we don't get a positive result, I think if it's a close game, then you, you kind of look at the rest of the tournament going, this is going to be a, it's going to be a long run. But yeah, nervous, but, but excited at the same time. Yeah, I, I think I'm just sick of watching Southgate England. And and yeah, it is probably because of the, what's happened since the Euros. We've, we've been less than impressive ever since, right? But um, yeah, I just I just want... You, you look at the attacking talent that England have got in like of Foden and Saka and Kane and yeah, this endless amount of, of really good attacking players. And it feels like we're, we're playing two boring midfield players so that we can play Dyer and Maguire in the squad. Um, yeah, I just wish we had some decent centre-backs, to be honest. I think he might play four at the back tomorrow, rather than the normal five. Four, four, fucking two! Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> I don't. I, what I think he's going to go three at the back, and it's going to be probably Stones, Dyer, and Maguire. The, I mean, we'll beat a run, though, right? We sh- Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think we will. Um I think we should should beat them comfortably as well. Um, if you look at our squad compared to theirs, so. God, then we'll do a prediction for the England games, shall we? England via Ran to repeat 1 p.m. 21st of November, 2022, somewhere in the country it, of Qatar. Well, they're all near Doha, so you can say near Doha, I suppose. It's near Doha, apparently. I uh, think it's, a, I think it's the Khalifa Stadium. We'll take it. It's in the Khalifa Stadium, uh, which I believe will be pumping out air conditioning towards the pitch. 
keep players cool. That's modern technology for you, isn't it? Um, Adrian, what is your prediction? England v Iran. I'm going to go 3-0 England. Oh, that's ambitious. I just think we'll have too much too much for them going forward. Um, I think we're not we're not as as we said before we're not strong defensively but I think they've not got enough to to kind of stretch us and I think we're going to have too much going forward. My only concern is that Iran will sit back um and we 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 tend to struggle against teams that that sit back but um no, I think I'm, I'll stick with my 3-0 prediction. Goal scores. Uh I'm going to go with Saka cool. and two for Kane. Double for, double for Harry Kane. Interesting. Uh, Statman. Uh, so the way I see England is that we're, we're a squad that doesn't particularly go for anything possession-wise. There's not really much pressing going on. That We rely on three attacking players to effectively win the game for us or a set piece. I think I think 2-1 to us would be a, a good scoreline tomorrow. I really do. I really don't have much much ambition for for this squad at all but i think i think they're just about good enough to to get three wins in the group and then probably beat uh the runner-up in the group a and then they'll get they'll lose to the, the first good team they play who's your goal scorers against iran uh i'm gonna go kane five goals probably both goals one one penalty one set piece I, I will go with a nil-nil. Yeah, I nearly did myself. Nil-nil. I think England will be off the pace. It will be a slow game. I think Iran will, will turn up and try and kill the game a little bit, sit back, nullify what threat we have. And, yeah, I think we'll be frustrated from 3pm. I love the optimism from you guys. I think well, I, I think thinking... the worst one tomorrow. I think I think the other two games will be far better. Oh yeah, we should touch on the other games tomorrow, actually, shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on then, go for it. Tell you what, we've got which way around Before... is it? Is it Wales, USA first, and then Netherlands no. versus? No, so we've got our, the England games one pm, four pm. You've got Senegal versus the Netherlands, which is at the Al Thumama Stadium. And then you've got 7pm USA v Wales at the Ahmed Bin Ali Stadium. The Senegal-Netherlands game, I think, will be a decent game. So I think out of, obviously I know England are playing tomorrow, but I think that from a, a quality of football point of view, I think that's probably going to be the best game out of the lot. Well, well I think, so I think actually, yeah, Wes, your point is right. Those two games, they're, they're on paper anyway, at, at least. I know we're not much predicting England to draw nil-nil. Those two games are more exciting and more competitive, I think, than the England v Iran game on paper, right? Or wrong? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think they are. I think, so, yeah, USA and um, Wales, I think is probably they're, they're near enough around the same sort of level. Um, so, yeah, I think they would be, would be fairly, fairly competitive games for both of those. Yeah. Agree. Who are you picking then in, in those ones? Well, we're here. Let's let's have a little. We don't have to predict the score, but who's going to win out of Senegal and the Netherlands? So I think, yeah, I think Holland will probably come through that. Holland, um, aren't, Holland aren't in the competition, Adrian. Well, sorry, Hol- Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, saying Holland is like saying Texas when yeah. you mean USA. 
Yeah. Apologies. Ne- Netherlands are probably well, actually be... officially the Netherlands. The Netherlands. Come on. But you can't be on a you can't be on a Senegal, World Cup podcast so I think, I think, if you don't know what teams are in it. Just so I think Sen- Sen- Senegal are going to win. Um, <laughs> win that game. Uh, definitely, they're going to they're going to come through um, against the other team that they're going to be playing. <laughs> <laughs> and USA v Wales for you, Kigo. Do you know who um, USA are? I do. That's the um, that's Texas, right? Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Texas v Wales. Yep. Um, so I think that is going to be a draw. Oh, yeah, we're not doing scores, are we? Fine. No. Uh, uh, Statman, Senegal v the Netherlands. I, I hope you guys can hear me because it's going in and out for me. Um, that is what she said. Carry on. Yeah. Uh, so I think USA versus Wales draw. And I think the Netherlands will just, just pip uh, Senegal. But I think it'll be two really close games. I am going to go Senegal versus the Netherlands as a draw and USA to absolutely hammer the Welsh. Oh, really? <laughs> absolutely. Yesterday? Absolutely. <laughs> Nothing to do with that, honestly. <laughs> I won't, surprise, won't be surprised if USA get double figures. There's an interesting wow. dynamic to it because they're very similar teams. They've got one Well, they're not there. actually, Wes. One of them's the United States of America and one of them's Wales. They're not That's similar, true. are they? It, they've got similar similar dynamics in, in their squad in that they both rely quite heavily on one superstar player. Who's the USS? U, USS is? That's a completely different country. Who's the USA's? Uh, Christian Pulisic. Yep. And Gareth, Gareth Wales Bale. is... Oh, you're going Gareth Bale. I was going to Gareth go Bale. Yeah. yeah, but they both quite heavily rely on, on that, that one guy to come up with a bit of magic to win, to win the game. Um, I think they're very similar in level, Pulisic and Bale, nowadays, at least. There we go. Right, that's the predictions and all that sort of nonsense done. I'll tell you what, do you want? Do you want a little delve into the post bag, boys? Yeah, is it bulging again? Oh, it's, it's. I wouldn't say it's bulging. Right. Okay. I, I, if I was gonna say it, I would say there's a there's a mild bulge there, perhaps. We did empty it yesterday, so... We did empty it. It's going to take a while yeah. to fill in. Yeah. It's going to take a while to fill in. So we'll go with... So we've got a question come in on the email, actually, which I will confirm now is footballtomepod at gmail.com. Please send in your emails. This one is from Andy, who writes in, as it's Thanksgiving in the same week the World Cup starts, if England were an NFL team, who would they be and Why? It's a big question. Shit, it is a big question. Big question. Um, who would they be and why? Big question. They, there's, there's numerous options. So I think I would probably go Patriots. I think we're a team that is... So the New England Patriots, so I think we're a team that has notoriously been good. Probably not as, success, as successful. However... We were in a good position playing well and we'd just fallen off a little bit. Squad's not the same. Um, so, yeah, so I'd probably go there. I think if it was me, I would go for the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Why? Well, they're playing white. <laughs> white, white, blue. Well, they yeah. all wear white. Yeah, but yeah, majority, like lots of teams 
in the NFL, their the main colour isn't white, is it? Well, their main colour is blue. Mm, I'd say it's white. Well, you'd be wrong. The Cowboys well, are white. No, they're not the Cowboys. England, Indianapolis Colts always, since I've been following the NFL, which isn't for that long, they threaten to be better than they actually are. Mm. That's my, that's how I view it. And they're a little bit boring. Yeah, that Where's, makes sense. Uh, going with? The Packers, they won it once and they can't stop talking about it. <laughs> this is the Rogers era of the Packers for any Packers fans listening. <laughs> now we've got another one as well. A good, a good question. This one. This comes in from Danny on the email. Dear men, welcome That's back. What we are. Yeah, we are. Welcome back. Lovely to see you, and you all look resplendent tonight. Oh, I didn't know my camera was on. <laughs> <laughs> one question for you guys at the moment. Which performers were missing from the opening ceremony? Why is the answer David Snedden? Many thanks and best wishes. So I think what Danny's asking is, which performers would you like to have seen at the opening ceremony? Hmm, that's a good one. Uh, Lamar, just same kind of world as David Snedden, I suppose. If there's any justice in the world. Seems like an apt song. I think it's a good, good choice. Kingo? I would go with um, five. Five. Yeah, would. I tell you what, when we if, if we do get the Euros in was it 2028 that we're talking about getting the Euros, everybody get up as the uh, the sort of opening ceremony would go down a treat. It'd be a fantastic. That proper get the tournament going as well. Yeah. I'm not sure they'll still be alive by then, will they? It's only a bit harsh. Definitely around our age as well, aren't they? I'm not sure we'll be alive by then, Wes. <laughs> uh, if I was going to pick one for this tournament alone, I would go with Tattoo. Do you remember Tattoo? I do. Controversial. Is that the two young Swedish girls? Two young... What? Were they not... Is it because they were seen as lesbians? Is that the thing? Yes. And it would be like right. two fingers yeah. up to the, to the Qatari nation... Or the laws of the Qatari nation. That's yeah. why I would pick that. I mean, uh, uh, Culture Club would also be a good fit in that in that case. There's more. George is a bit busy at the moment, though. Yeah, he is. He's in the jungle, isn't he? He is. Yeah, he's in the jungle. We've also got some tweets. So on on the they didn't meet you, they didn't make it to the post bag, but a couple of tweets to read out to you all. We've got uh, Danny on Twitter. Great work, boys. Go and check out the pod. Oh, that's just he's just tweeting us. He's tweeting people. Uh, Dunstan, Dunstan on the Twitter, who was a regular contributor to the Euros pod, actually. Oh, I remember Dunstan. He's a great guy. Uh, he's got a question to put to us. Oh, here we go. Settle in. Since the Euros, Dunstan has gained his American citizenship. Congratulations on that, Dunstan. That's no well done, easy yep. task. Uh, so on the 25th of November, do I wear an American shirt for the first half and in England for the second? Do I sing both national anthems? Get half and half tattoo. Both celebrate and get upset when a goal goes in for either side. I'm so confused. Either way, I'm not going to be drinking Budweiser because it's utterly vile. Cheers, lads. What do we think? What should he do? In that situation, what do you do? Yeah, it's a difficult one because, you know, you'd have to be at the game to get a half and half scarf, obviously, because that's the only place they sell half and half scarves. You could make your own. You could knit. Yeah, you should knit a yeah. half and half scarf. 
Um, <laughs> Dunstan, you've got you haven't got long. <laughs> you've got five days. <laughs> got five days, <laughs> pretty much. Get on it, Dunstan. To start knitting yourself a half and half scarf. Maybe he wasn't even suggesting a half and half scarf. No, but yeah, that's that's what it is, right? right. You, you wouldn't get a half and half tattoo. That's that's a big commitment. That's too that's committed. Yeah. What if one day, you know, he decides to be fully American, then he's got to get a cover up of I assume my bulldog. Understood. Yeah, understood. Yeah, makes perfect sense. There we go. So you've got five days, Dunstan. <laughs> get knitting. <laughs> we want a picture. We do want a picture. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you, if you can make one for us as well, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, tell the man. We'll send a <laughs> oh, you want? Yeah, we'd all like a scarf, actually. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. uh, Aaron Lewis has tweeted us just to say, glad you're back, guys. Uh, that is nice. Another one from Danny. Danny's been very keen, hasn't he? He's emailed us. He's, he's is it the same Danny or is there just lots of different Dannys? No, it's the same Danny. He's, it's essentially, I'm starting to worry if he's stalking us. Um, solid predictions, lads. Not a Netherlands dark horse's pick in sight, which is a, a heart back to the Euros pod. Uh, where Charles, I believe, picked Netherlands as a dark horse, which is quite yeah. ridiculous. I, I thought that was controversial at the time. It's it, it's caused it, a lot of contra- controversy ever since. Uh, yeah, I, I, it'd be like picking Brazil this time. It's, it's a terrible yeah. choice. Dark horses, Brazil. Right. Uh, Kerry Ann Gilloway, uh, who was a ardent supporter of the Euros pod, she's replied to us saying, hello, uh, confession, confession time from Kerry Ann. See where this takes us. Uh, I only finished listening to the last Euros episode this morning because I have a bad habit of not finishing things when I don't want them to end. Finished, oh, autocorrected to fingered, and I'm actually speechless. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you read that statement as yeah. it would be with fingered? Yeah. Don't don't paraphrase. Read okay, it. I'll read it. I'll read it as her <laughs> phone wrote it. Hello to you guys. Confession: I only fingered listening to the last Euros episode this morning. <laughs> Because I have a bad habit of not fingering things when I don't want them to end. <laughs> I I think that that's what she meant to say. I don't think there's yeah. been any any hint of incorrection there at all. Yeah. I think this harps back to uh, a little campaign we ran during the Euros pod, which would bring back fingering. Oh yeah, I yeah. That as well. You remember yeah. that? You boys were involved in that outside in on the streets in Northampton with your sandwich Flyers. boards on it. Yeah. Flyers, yeah. Flyers, yeah, all over the place. Has it worked? No. I've brought think, it so. back. You brought it back, good. I've been doing it non-stop. Good. <laughs> One for the <laughs> listeners. If uh, if fingering is back in your area of the world, let us know. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> so if it's not, what can we do about it? Ask yeah. ask your friends as well. Don't just go off your, your own opinion. Ask your yeah, friends want, if want... they've been fingering people. <laughs> we want a well-educated answer to that as well, yeah. Not yeah, just, I'd like some, not like some responses. Yeah. yeah. Bring back fingering. Never gets old. I think that's it, boys. Any any other thoughts on the first official day of the World Cup? I would say underwhelming. However, there's still a lot more to come. And I think, like we said, there's some really, really good games tomorrow. So hopefully this should be the kickoff and, and really get lot, it going. There will be a lot more to come if finger is brought back. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think the interesting thing tomorrow is going to be, obviously, apart from just the games, is whether Harry Kane's going to get booked for wearing the the rainbow armband and therefore would miss the Wales game if he stands. Did you, did you see, by the way, the ridiculousness that FIFA suddenly brought out their own versions? Yeah. What, the rainbow armband? Kind of. Not, not necess- It's not the same. They've got different themes for each round of games and round of the tournament. I should have 
I should have prepped and found them. I can't. We'll, yeah. do, we'll talk about them tomorrow. Talk about tomorrow. Um, yeah, but yeah, so they've got their own versions to try and counteract this like ridiculously sensible approach that other teams are trying to take. I think if it if it wasn't going to make an impact, they wouldn't be making a, a stink about um, not wearing it. Right? They'd just be like, yeah, well, whatever you want. So the exactly. fact the fact that they're saying that Harry Kane might get booked for wearing an, a, a captain's armband. Um, suggests if he does. Where does he, when does he get booked? Does he get booked in the tunnel? He get booked as soon as he steps on the pitch? As soon as he leaves the, leave the dressing room? Yeah, it'll be a kickoff as soon as the, the game kicks off with him wearing it. Supposedly, they're going to stop the game and book him. A ridiculous. What, what is wrong with football? Yeah. Well, it's, it, I think it goes back to what they were saying. Do you remember Ajax had that kit last year that had the Bob Marley quote on it? The three little bird thing. Do you guys know this? Yes. So they, they weren't allowed to actually put that on the shirt when they wore it in games because it wasn't like official club like status. So you can put mm. like a, you know, Liverpool can put flames or you, you'll never walk alone because it's officially associated to the club. But Three Little Birds isn't officially associated to uh, Ajax. So they, they weren't allowed to wear it on the field. I think it's a similar, that's the rule they're trying to get England with from White and a load of nonsense. On that note, nonsense. This has been a lot of nonsense also. Let's finish it there. Come on, England. And we'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget to get in touch on email, footballtomepod at gmail.com. Or you can get in touch on Twitter while I load up the Twitter quickly to remind myself what it is. It's at Euro 2020 to me. So feel free to tweet us, email us, or it could be nice things you want to say. You could just want to send us a message saying fuck off. That is most acceptable as well. We'll Thanks read for listening. It out. Well, absolutely, we'll read it out. We'll be proud. See you tomorrow. Good luck, England, and good luck, USA. Mm-hmm.